everyone. Welcome to this week's I Can't Believe That Happened. Welcome to our season on the history of robots. I am so psyched. Last week we did the first drone that ever existed. We are getting to the first robot today. And for that, we're going to the first century. We're going to talk about Hero of Alexandria, who was writing between 60 and 70 AD. So get ready. This is really exciting. A quick little word. Things have gotten kind of crazy in 2020. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I know my child is home from school, so I hope you enjoy having a, a little bit of um, homeschooling fun with this podcast. Please send this out to your friends, your family. If someone is looking for just kind of a cool thing to supplement homeschool, I am happy to help. We just do little 10-minute episodes here, and I hope you enjoy this season of The History of Robots. So today, we are talking about Hero of Alexandria, and I'm going to get a lot of these names wrong. Please forgive me. I've done as best research as I can on how to pronounce, but this is kind of rough. Um, But if you go to our show notes, which please do, I'm going to have a whole bunch of photos, um, not, of course, of something from the first century, but I will have some of the diagrams that will actually show you what we're talking about. And there will also be a whole bibliography if you wish to see more. Um, Hero was a student of Cesebius. Oh, goodness, help me. All right, so this was believed to be the person who was the head of the Museum of Alexandria. And it's thought that Hero was a teacher and a lecturer there as well, because all the writings that we have of Hero are in lecture form. So I guess this is a, a new way to look at your teacher's lesson plans. This is pretty cool. They actually survived. And you can download the book of his writings and very good, and I mean very, very good, detailed mechanical drawings. You could recreate this at home if you have a Dremel and um, some metalworking and definitely an adult to help you. But this is pretty recreatable. It's really neat. Now, the cool thing about as we get closer to where there's more records is we can see sort of an etymology, which means sort of like a walk back through someone's design. So we can see who inspired Hero. And it looks like a lot of his inspiration was from Philo of Byzantium. And that was about three centuries before. And he was writing a lot about trapped and compressed air and harnessing that power. Hero takes that a whole nother step further with steam and water. And this creates some really, really cool inventions. Now, the museum where Hero was teaching was sort of my ideal school. I'm not the biggest fan of a lot of lecturing, which is a little ironic, I will grant you. Um, But it was a lot of experimentation as well. And what was written about it was that it was an unusual blend of pure science with engineering and applied technology where much could be discovered through experimenting. I am a big fan of hands-on. Now, Hero wrote Automata, the pneumatic, the Diopatra. Um, so basically a whole bunch of really cool stuff on automatons and mechanical um, workings. So he used all these techniques and really expand with water and steam. And the fun thing about Hero was he wasn't terribly serious. A lot of his inventions are pretty whimsical and funny, which is really entertaining to see. It's really neat to see someone who is this brilliant and wasn't just brilliant in this Um, also amazing with mathematics. Like, um, 
theories that we still use today. Please ignore my pug snorting. I am, like I said, everyone's home from school and from work, and I am trying to do all this in my living room with a pug, so forgive the snorting. Now, I said that Hero was the first person to create a robot, and this was created with an entire mechanical theater. And the theater ran a play that ran for 10 minutes, and all of the actors and all of the scenery and the sounds were all done through mechanics and were powered by gears and pulleys. So you would just have to adjust something, and that would change the trajectory of where the actor was walking or doing. So this was, in essence, the first robot, which is really cool. Now, while I love this, I have to say um, I'm particularly in love with Hero's ability to create neat automatons that were in tabletop fountains. And one of my absolute favorites was, well, I have two favorites. I'll tell you about both of them. One was Hercules. Now you might've heard of Hercules before, um, but basically a Greek hero who is standing on a tabletop and he has a bow on the ground with an apple in front of the tree and there's a serpent. So if you lift the apple off of the ground, this starts a whole, uh, it triggers a whole set of events that create water movement. And Hercules will draw his bow and the serpent will start hissing, which I just really want to see this remade. This is so neat. Now, in his treaty of pneumatics, pneumatics, I'm so sorry, um, which is basically using air and water pressure to create a series of events um, to create movement. There was a bird fountain. Um, it was also recreated in Italy. It's one of my favorite things ever. And basically, by changing the tube length and width, so making it a different amount of time and pressure going through the tubes to the little mechanical birds, it would change the sound of the noise the birds would make. So you could actually create things that would sound like a robin or like an owl. And what was supposed to happen is that as this whole thing starts, as the scene begins, um, the little songbirds would be trilling in their, their native species sound. And then the automaton owl would turn its head. And if you understand um, the natural world, you know that the owl is actually a hunter of some of these birds. And when the owl turns its head, all the birds stop making noise. So this is a really neat way to see how this can all go through with just water pressure and gears to make things move. Now, a few of his other inventions, which I just feel like I have to throw in here because there are so many, was developing the first vending machine where you would go to the temple doors and you would put your coin down, which would start this whole system of pulleys and pneumatics where the hand comes out, you put your coin, your drachma, the hand would retract, and then we'd bring you out your soap. Now, this would create the levers to move, which would now allow the water that created that pressure to come down where you could wash your hands before entering the temple where he had also invented the first automatic doors. So through fire, steam, water pressure, giant doors would just open on their own. And if you could just imagine that sense of awe, that is amazing. Um, Also, the first steam engine. Um, I will try to get a picture of this because it's really not a picture, of course, but a, a mechanical drawing, which is really impressive. And there's some very detailed instructions on how to build your own steam engine. Now, he also created something that was considered to be the first fire engine as well. So um, please head over to show notes. I have links to everything along with my bibliography. 
Um, thank you for being so understanding. If I'm stumbling over words a little bit, it's um, been a little rough here. So some of you know I'm disabled. It's been a, a, quite a week. So thank you for being so patient. I am going to be going down to two episodes a month. It's just too much for me to keep up with every week. So again, thank you for being patient. Please share this episode. Um, I am a total one-woman show, self-funded. I do not do advertising. So any listeners I am getting is entirely thanks to you and your generosity in your time and taking a minute to share these episodes with your social media friends, with your friends and family, with anyone who might be interested in the history of robots. Thank you so much for listening this week. I hope you guys have a really good week. Um, I run another podcast as well for people with chronic illness, and I kind of wanted to close with a um, just what we always say at the end of our show for that one, which is to be kind, which is really important right now more than probably any other time. Be gentle and be as courageous and brave as you can be. Um, this is kind of a crazy time in history right now. So another thing you can also do is to start writing about your own experiences. Uh, historians are enamored when historians find journal entries. Um, your perspective is really important, and these are kind of unprecedented times. So start writing a blog, write about what your experiences are right now with the world. Um, your voice is super important. So thank you, everyone. Have a great week and um, stay safe, everyone, and kind.